three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening this is the real pineapple this is hunter and i'm here with colin colin how are you friend i'm good man how are you doing bud uh you know it's being black and awesome per huge and <laughs> and we have a special guest here on loan to us from the kj and oj podcast which you can go ahead and check out on soundcloud uh oj is here oj how you doing sir oh you know man paying the bills Getting some refills. Yep. I like I, I like that. Patent I like, pending. Patent <laughs> pending. I like that. Thank you. Uh, so the reason uh, OJ is here, not just because he's bald and beautiful, but because we saw uh, two movies together on Saturday. One Robin Hood, uh, which you uh, can go, which uh. you can go check out. Uh, spoiler alert: We weren't fans of it. Um, but something we were fans of is a second movie we saw, which is Creed Do, uh, the Creed Dose, I was gonna say. And I, <laughs> Creed Do. <laughs> Creed Do. Creed. The French version. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Creed 2, which we, uh, so I went in this going, honestly preparing to be a, a little disappointed because me, uh, we were talking about off mic. Uh, it's very rare to have a sequel be better than the original. And I think out of me and OJ talking here for maybe a half hour, we came up with what? Uh, Terminator 2. Yep. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Aliens. Yep, about yep. Aliens. Um, what? Uh, Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, Rathacon. There you go. Rathacon. That's four. Uh, Empire. Five. Okay. Uh... Jurassic Park 2. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, 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 totally fucking, I'm totally fucking kidding because the second one is not better. Uh, but the list is very small as far as sequels that are better than the original. It's really difficult to Let do. Let alone even on par. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think if you say on par, the, the list definitely gets bigger. I actually like Back to the Future 2 more like Back to the Future, personally. I would say that's an on par one. Okay, like fair enough. Um... I do love part two though, but oh, same, same. But going into this, the 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 there was a lot that could have gone wrong <laughs> with with this because a you don't have Ryan Coogler back uh, directing. You've got a uh, really a new director, a uh, Stephen a uh, Stephen Capel Jr. Yep, take, taking over here. Uh, you don't have Ryan Coogler as a part of the script writing team. He only was a producer this time. So there was a lot here that could have just made this just plummet and just be really mediocre. And this is also works as a quasi sequel to Rocky Four too. Which when I heard that, I went, I went, okay, that's that that's interesting. I guess. Um, o- OJ, you're the big Rocky fan here, so I mean, going in this, how are you? How are you feeling? So going into this movie, I mean, I was personally like. Creed was one of my favorites of 2015 when that came out. That that was like near the top of my list. And, you know, I was really worried because catching lightning in a bottle twice is no easy task. And 
let's just be real. Rocky Four is considered usually to be the campiest of the, mo- the, the movies. I still have a lot of fun with it. I, you can have fun with it, absolutely. I mean, I do too, but it's still, like, really campy. Yeah. And so to do a sequel to that specifically is always makes you want to go, oh, I don't know about that. But, I mean, it's also kind of semi-natural course of things with, you know, with how Adonis's dad goes out, you know? True. So. Calm, kind of your thoughts, man. Yeah, I I love Rocky IV. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. I, I, nice. well, I mean, let's, I mean, I watched it when I was like a kid, right? And um, I completely agree. It's like super campy. It's been kind of parodied, like parodied and like family guy and lots of different things. You know, when, you know, like the, the hearts on fire training um, sequence, like out on the mountain while Drago's hooked up to a bunch of electrodes, like uh, in Russia. Um, but I, I don't know. There was, there was something about uh, Rocky, like versus the great Russian, like during the Cold War. That's just like <laughs> so badass. Um, so when I was first saw the trailer and I saw that it was Drago, um, I thought it made perfect sense because I mean, like Drago killed, you know, uh, Creed's dad. So I was like, that, I, I, I appreciate where they're going with that. Um, it definitely piqued my interest. I got super excited when I saw the trailer, to be honest. Although going into it, I didn't know that um ryan coogler wasn't attached well i mean he's attached but he wasn't he wasn't actually directing um i had no idea of that when i was watching the movie and the biggest compliment i can pay to this director was that watching it i still thought it was ryan coogler like i was very impressed i'm gonna say right now creed was my favorite film of 2015 uh if if you haven't listened to our creed review you should uh i i just saying praise upon that movie i think it's one of the best sports films I've ever seen. I think it's probably the... It's it's in that upper echelon for, for Rocky movies for me. For me, personally, my top two favorite Rocky movies would be Rocky and Rocky Balboa, for me personally. Creed would, prob- uh, 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 Creed would probably be number three. I'm going to say, man, this might be my favorite film this year. I cannot honestly believe... How much I love this movie. Uh, leaving the theater, we probably talked about this movie for forty-five minutes. Yeah, and I, I think we have one, had one complaint. We, it's a, a kind of a complaint, but we were just singing praise upon this movie because I agree with you, Colin. That I was sitting there watching it because I'd heard mixed reviews about some people saying you really miss Ryan Coogler or it comes across as hokey and. So I was, I went in, I was looking for that stuff. I went, were people saying that the boxing doesn't work? The boxing scenes were directed insanely well, especially the last one where I was, OJ will tell you, I was, I was amped. I was like, black people when they see David Blaine doing magic, I was like, oh shit, like, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was, I was there for it. I was excited. But um, the, the fights are directed so well, and I thought the thing where this really could have fallen apart is that. I think in sequels especially, they always find a hard time to uh, get the love interest, keep them engaged. And Bianca, played by Tessa Thompson, who's quickly becoming one of my favorite 
actors right now. She's just, she's wonderful. Um, they found a way to keep all this momentum going. And I think this movie is a brilliant successor, not just to Creed, but to Rocky Four, which I, I'll even say, I, I'm a fan of Rocky Four. I think it's a blast <laughs> to, to watch and just go, USA versus Russia. Thank God that won't happen anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but as far as the plot, so... Uh, 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 so Adonis Creed, played by Michael B. Jordan, who you know, to, to quote, to paraphrase Zoolander, he's kind of hot right now. Uh, he is. What I liked about the movie that starts it off is that they say that he lost that he lost the first fight. He lost his first pro, uh, professional fight, of course, uh, in the Creed. But he's gone on a twenty-three win streak, which I went. That's pretty intense, especially for boxing. I mean, hell, that's, that's impressive for basketball, let alone for, you know, for, for, for boxing. Um, and so he goes ahead and he's fighting for the, uh, he's fighting for the, for the, what's the, w, it's WBC yep. heavyweight title, right? Yep. So he goes ahead, he, he wins uh, in a, in a, in a badass, in a badass uh, fight, I thought. So he's the champ. And the movie opens up with uh, Drago, um, uh, it, it's a Victor and I, uh, Ivan? Drago? Yeah, Victor is the son, Ivan's the dad. Yeah, so uh, Ivan, of course, played by Dolph. Dolph Lundgren is back for this. Can we just talk about Dude, he looks looks great. great, He does. And I'll be honest, he was one of my favorite parts. I was sitting there, I went, he's real, he's acting and and bringing it. Oh my, sorry, we gotta get to the plot here. But him and his son, they they start off with them uh, them training. By the way, what a dick dad. He's like, his dad, his son's like asleep on the couch and he just walks up and throws like water in his face. I went, what an asshole. And you see, <laughs> and you see the size of his son. His son is terrifying. Yeah, I was yeah, like, huge. like, you know, oh. you know what his nickname in boxing is, right? Huh? Big Nasty. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Spitting. Spitting. Dude, oh my God. When I saw his son, he looked like something you would fight in like a Ninja Turtles video game. I was like, this guy is fucking huge. He is Super Shredder. And just, yeah, he's Super Shredder. I was like, good grief. And so you see this, him running, and he's got speed too. He reminded me of the first time I saw Brock Lesnar, to, yeah, to, yeah. to, to, to be totally honest. I yeah. went, this guy is big. He just looks like corn fed or whatever they have in Russia, vodka fed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is just, he's a monster. So they. So you see them going to the states, you know, to go ahead and, and stir up trouble or, or, or rig an election, and <laughs> and, and, then it, and then it cuts back to Creed, you know, who's who's enjoying who's enjoying time as the, the champ. He's on top of the world, and he's there with Bianca, and you know, he still talks to Stallone. This is my Rocky impression, and he and, Stall- and Stallone. OJ brought up a really good point. I don't think Stallone gets the credit he really does for being. Really as talented of a dude as he is. And he was a co-writer on this. And Stallone gave himself some some some, some great uh, some great one-liners. There, there are several like, oh shit, Rocky moments in here. But Stallone just the way in he, of him being the father figure to Adonis. It, in part, I'm sure, because of the guilt he feels because he didn't throw in the towel for his dad. Yep. Uh, which they touch on here, and I went, thank God you touch on this. Because if he hadn't touched on that, I would have ding this movie hard. Same. But a big thing about the movie is that uh, when uh, Drago's son shows up, of course they play off the fact 
hey, you know, my dad killed your dad, sucks to be you, and Adonis really going, I need to take this fight. And Rocky still feeling that guilt about, I should have stopped your dad, you know, I had a chance and I didn't. And, you know, you can't take this fight, he's dangerous, he's got nothing to lose, you have everything to lose. Which, when Rocky spells it out, I went, he's not wrong at all with what he's saying, but, and I think what's funny about this is the way that people, just assholes, are baiting Adonis into taking this fight. Uh, there's this Don King style promoter who was just twisting the blade. Yeah. To a there's this nightclub scene between two of them. He goes like uh, he says something like a self uh, oh self preservation. Wish you had that over your dad, and. They cut to Adonis, and he looks like he was about to choke this dude Latrell Sprewell style, which he should have, to be completely honest. But he kept us cool. But yeah, Colin, I mean, who you what do you think as far as like the the, the main characters from Jump? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought the the movie just picked up right where it left off. Uh, like I was saying before, you know, you really couldn't see that much of a difference as far as the style went, and I was just going through like a lot of the other people credited on this movie and basically there was like no one carried over um you know maybe except for like one art director but i mean film editing cinematography um film editing yeah everything is it's a whole new team and they did so well um but they're working with exceptional actors absolutely michael b jordan is so great in this role he, he's great in everything he does, but um, playing Adonis, um, you know, he, he, he's so good as the, the son, the fighter, the, you know, the being trained under Rocky. Um, and then he has exceptional chemistry with his girlfriend, um, who they take the next step in this movie, which I also I thought was a pretty good storyline that they went with. I, th- I thought it really raised the stakes. It made him have a lot more to lose. Um, you know, re- really made the pressure of what he was doing that much more intense, especially fighting someone that was bigger, stronger. Um, but it was all about pride. It was all about avenging his dad. Uh, so the storylines are all there. The acting's exceptional. Um, like you guys were touching on, Sylvester Stallone probably does not get enough credit. I, I think he was nominated for Creed. Um, but he is so good in this again. He, it's, you know, he makes you choke up at times. You know, he, he has the weight of being estranged from his son. He has the weight of letting, um, you know, Creed die back in Rocky four. He has all these demons that he's overcoming while he's trying to protect Adonis in this one. Um, Dolph Lundgren is great. Uh, everybody's great in this movie. I mean, I was I was blown away. Like you guys said, it's hard to do these sequels well, and I mean, everybody really brought their their A game. It was it was awesome. OJ, talk to me, man. So um, this movie takes like the best parts of Rocky two, three, and four, and even five, and and puts it together in like a story for Adonis that works really really well. And what I really liked about this to begin with is that it's still much like last time, even though Creed's like the main character and Rocky is, you can argue, the number two. 
this still feels like an ensemble cast with everybody yes. involved. It feels really well balanced. Um, even uh, uh, Adonis's mom. Felicia Rashad. Yeah, yeah. I loved I loved her scenes. That, that I loved every scene she was in as well. But I mean, like with with this movie, you know, you have from Rocky to the whole getting married and having the kid that ends up having a potential, you know, health problem because you know Adrian goes into labor early for overworking yourself in, in Rocky 2. <laughs> you said Adrian goes into labor. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Rocky 2. Oh, she, Rocky 2. Oh, I thought yeah, you were talking yeah. about this one. My bad, sorry. Well, no, yeah. So, like, in comparison to, like... Gotcha. Yeah, so in Rocky 2, Adrian goes into labor, like, a, what was it, six weeks early or something like that? Yeah, I think it was six weeks. Yeah, and in this one, you have uh, you you have Bianca, Tessa Thompson's character... You know, struggling with the whole, like, is my baby going to be deaf? Is it, you know, what's going to happen? You know, what with, uh, you know, struggling with her own, you know, shit that she has to deal with, with the the knowledge that while Adonis may be hitting his apex as heavyweight champion of the world, what she loves to do is getting gradually and gradually on the downside because she's losing more and more of her hearing. Yeah. And so... <coughs> So yeah, you take that part of Rocky Two, that that the, the child and marriage portion, and then for three you have the whole, basically Adonis getting the holy hell kicked out of him in the first Drago fight. Oh, which is one hell of an ass kicking, and Michael B. Jordan sells that so well. Yes, he does. Oh my gosh, when he's pulling himself up off the off the canvas, you know, clutching the ribs, like that's some heavy duty stuff, and I like how. I like how, um, you know, Drago basically has beaten him in this first in this first go-around but gets himself disqualified. Like, that was a nice little workaround to keep the title on him without him, like, straight up dropping it. But yeah. clearly the precedent's there. Like, bam, I got my ass kicked. Of course the comparisons are there for Rocky IV as this is, like, a direct sequel. And, and Hunter, you touched on the, on the, um, the uh, fight promoter. Yeah. Uh, Rocky V... While people shit on that movie a lot, I I, I like Rocky Five. I like Rocky Five as well. Um, the guy they got to play the promoter in there, the character's name is George Washington Duke, um, real scumbag promoter who's clearly a parody of Don King. This guy is way more sleazy in my opinion because he tries really? to yeah because he tries to almost play it straight, but you know he's not. He's got that sinister slick son of a bitch. <laughs> look to him and he plays it really well for the limited time he has so I mean I think all, you know you're you're checking these boxes off of like what previous Rockies have done well and you put it in this with some twists and man this film just kicked ass from start to finish yeah I, so while I'll say for me um, you're right Michael B. Jordan there's this point where uh, Drago breaks his like cracks his ribs yep. and dude oh man my, my side hurt I was like cool and you hear the shot I was like oh dude the like, sound effects are so good I, I know the sound editing they did a great job I was like holy crap and something that uh, the first film did a little bit but this does more and I, I think does better is that when when Drago's punching Creed at points he'll switch to first person view so you're feeling the punches it's like oh damn and so I there are a couple points where you you saw him going to the head, and then you go to the body, and he'll cut back to first person. And you're like, oh my god, okay, like like damn, he's fucking him up. And you're right. It, it, if Draco stops when Creed hits the mat and doesn't punch him in the face, you have a new heavyweight champion. So 
he's in he's in his hospital bed, and that scene just broke my heart because he's broken. Yeah, and. It, it really reminded me of Dark Knight Rises when Bane breaks Batman. I remember sitting there in the theater and you could hear a pin drop. I mean, our theater was quiet. I mean, our theater was about like 75%-ish full. Yeah, about that. Yeah, and, and people in our theater kind of look, looking around like, well, well, damn, this might be a short movie. <laughs> like, like, it, like it, it was really quiet and I, I and I was sitting there and I was just flabbergasted. And when you see me yell at, uh, at Rocky... Uh, when he goes to visit him, you go. It's it, it's a tense scene, you know. Um, when uh, when Bianca goes into labor and they have their kid. First off, their baby's adorable. Right. I, I was I was like, oh, that kid's so cute. And, and then this movie, it did such a good job of, of pulling my heartstrings because they they because uh, Bianca has that disease where she uh, well she's well she's losing her hearing, and so they go like, oh, we're gonna test the baby for it. And the baby doesn't respond, and I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, damn it! And, and and you see, they don't start crying, but you just see the tears start to fall uh, from from Creed and from Bianca when they both realize, oh my god! And I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, nope, not crying, not getting. <laughs> so, so Creed takes this rematch. Um, what I will say. I always just freak out when I see SVP. I was like, Scott Van Pelt! Oh, yes! <laughs> I did too. I was like, yay, SVP's in a movie. I, I, I knew you'd freak out because like, we both watched sports and I was like, Colin saw that. So, the one kind of uh, critique that we have is that um, they don't say how much time has passed. They say it, it seems like it's about four or five months. But uh, he is starting to get told that if you don't defend the title, even though you've been, you know, healing from from the shellacking you got, if you don't defend the title, we're going to strip it from you. Which, you know, happens in boxing and UFC all the time. But I appreciate the fact that they touched on that. What I would have liked for them to touch on more is the whole paper champion kind of concept. The fact that he, you know, is still the champ, but should he still be the champ considering he retained the title by... Uh, disqualification. Uh, OJ, if you want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I that's exactly how I feel. Like my one critique is the lack of maybe talking about a paper champion aspect in that. In, I mean, you know, it's one thing to technically be champ, but if you got your ass kicked and and, and escaped on technicality, are you still really the man? You know, that's kind of what that boils down to. And. I would have liked to, like, just show, like, a 20-second scene of Creed reading some things on Twitter or, or that kind of thing about, you know, oh, he's just a paper champion, bum, he's not the real man, you know, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I, I would have just included something like that. Um, but you know what my, actually, my favorite scene is in the movie? Yeah, talk to me. It's the scene in the gym when he's... Sh- with his daughter, it's just him. I love that scene. Yeah, that scene where he kind of like finds that that motivation to like to to you know stand in front of the bag and, and you know you know even if he's just tapping it like get the, those first couple out of the way and and move forward. I I thought that was a real really great rock bottom sort of scene. Yeah, and, and I love how it goes like like it's okay, Daddy's just being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, okay. Like, 
gonna gonna bust your own shops there. Um, so of course he fight he returns to fight Drago. Um, he ends up going to the uh, to the desert in this what might be which is one of my favorite scenes. Like, of course you gotta get the montage montage, and so he <laughs> it's, and so thank you thank you. And so he ends up going out to uh it's like New Mexico it's like New Mexico I, yeah, I think is where he goes, and this is just. This is just a, a bare bones, you know, break your spirit out there to, you know, to make your body stronger. And Adonis is out there and he is just getting, he's getting the medicine ball in the in the abs. He's getting, you know, he's out there with a sledgehammer, you know, br- breaking, breaking ground. And he's got Rocky in his Mustang, a clean ass Mustang, by the way, uh, behind him, pushing him while he's running. It's such a cool training montage. I just went, I love this so much. And at that point, that's when I was really hyped. I went, okay. Uh, sadly, no mo- two motorbikes don't randomly show up and start. Thank God. Running. Thank God. And you know, and, and start being fun. But I mean, I was I was laughing. I was laughing hard or cheering hard with this. Uh, the my favorite scene is the last fight. I thought the last fight was just brilliantly done, but. Drago gets the big, you know, the the big Russian entrance. Uh, the fact they got Bridget Nielsen to come back too. Right. Can we talk about how much of a trip that was? I was like, oh shit, it's Bridget Nielsen. She's they, yeah, because Stallone and her are not fans of each other. So I was very surprised that yep. she agreed to do it. But you know, Drago gets his big, you know, Russian bass entrance. But uh, Tessa uh, Bianca Tessa Thompson, she sings Creed to the Ring. And it gave it this cool, like, family affair yeah. sort of vibe to it. Yeah. And, dude, I've been, I probably listen, I have the soundtrack down on my phone. I probably listen to that song ten times a day. That she sings, taking him out to the ring. I was like, yeah! I was like, get him, Green! Like, I was, I was, I was hyped for it. I thought that was a really slick, nice touch. Like, just for story-wise, to show that she always backed him. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Um, Colin, I want to get your thoughts on Last Fight, man. What, what did you think? Last Fight was great. Um, I, I was going back to how they, they have a a first fight, like very quick on in the movie. I was, you know, going into that, I was like, oh damn, they're already getting to the fight. Okay. Um, and I was, I was a little worried if that was the right decision, but, um, all the things that you touched on already about how he really gets broken down. He has to pick himself back up. He has to really decide if he wants to get back in the ring. Um, and then, and then you get to this last fight. You know, he's, he's, he's already been beaten down so bad. Uh, you don't really know how he could ever overcome this. But, of course, we just got to watch the most badass montage scene. So you're like, okay, he's way stronger now. It even said so in the song. Um, so, I mean, um, by the way, the music in this movie is phenomenal. The, uh, but, but, yeah, the, the, the last scene, um, you, you know, they, they, they do a good job of, of show how, uh, you know, um, Max Kellerman is narrating how he's losing every round. Um, and you can just you can just tell, like, the only way that he can actually win this is by knockout. Um, and they, they just, the, like I said before, the sound effects, it's like every punch, just like you feel it in your side. Like, it just, it's, you're like right there. Um, I highly recommend seeing this on the big screen with the the with the sound, the big surround sound, booming sound. Uh, it's really a must see. Um, but man, like it's 
It gets so intense. And then the Rocky music. Oh my god. I mean, chills down my spine when that Rocky music hits and you're just like, oh, he's turning it around. <laughs> either. Like, they don't lay it on too thick. It's like the right amount of Rocky music. Yeah, so well done. Like, super tastefully done. Yeah, what, what did you think about the rest of the fight, James? Uh, I mean, comparatively speaking, you know, like... The, you could always expect a good fight in a Rocky movie. True. Always. Always, always. Starting from the first one all the way up to this one. And I, I mean, both fights were shot really well. And I really like... Like I said, you know, Michael B. Jordan sells it so well in, in those in-ring shots. Like, I was just thoroughly impressed. And just real quick, like, with how that fight ends. Yes. The fight ends. Because the one thing I don't think we've really talked about is the Dragos in general. Yeah. Like, how just, they're not villains. They're just anti-heroes. Yeah. Like, they're not really, like, super malicious, out for blood sort of thing. They're out to regain you know, notoriety and fame that they that they lost when Drago lost to Rocky. Um, so, I mean, like, it's not so much like it's a, a, a... I don't know. Like, I didn't hate them going through the fight or going through the entire yeah. movie. Didn't hate the Dragos. And that scene at the, the dinner banquet... Yes. ...between Ivan and Victor, man, that was really well done. And Dolph Lundgren's just, like, super expressive in this movie. Yeah. Doesn't always say much, but super expressive, and damn, does it work. But he, like, I mean, are we? can we give the movie? Yeah, the yeah, so, yeah sorry, yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah spoilers. Um, he throws in the towel on his son. Yeah. That was insane to me, like, sitting there watching it, because that was the one thing, if you were to ask me what was going to happen, I would not have said that. Um, I thought he was going to get maybe knocked out, you know, the son would. But yeah. I didn't think that uh, uh, Ivan Drago would throw the towel in. And I just thought that was such a twist, especially with how, you know, in Hunter, we, you, you mentioned this uh, uh, off, off uh, mic, that, uh, you know, the first thing he says to his son is, it's okay. Yep. And that, to me, was, whew, that was some good storytelling. So one thing I'll say, is, uh, so there's a great call back to the first fight because as any smart boxer would, Drago starts going for Creed's ribs again. And so you're you're sitting there going, oh no, he's going to crack his ribs again. But at the end of the fight, Creed is just laying these shots in. Like, like it, it, gets, it gets borderline uncomfortable, to be totally honest. Like, he's punching him straight in the face. Again, as you would to try to knock someone out. Because he knocked him down twice, and this big son of a bitch just keeps getting back up. So Creed just goes, I'm going to punch you in the face over and over again until you drop. And you see this look on uh, Dolph Lundgren's face where he just looks at the towel and realizes, like, my son won't quit if I don't save him. And it's, just, it's such a intense moment. I went, oh my god, he's going to throw in the towel. And OJ kind of glanced my way, like, what? And I'm like, dude, he's going to throw in the towel. And so when he did, we both we just went damn okay that's that's how you that's how you end the fight and and creed basically collapses like right instantly just to, to show how much will he had to just hold on uh just a little longer um as far as wrapping up my review uh, the, the the scene where uh i'm you're gonna have to have me off his name oj uh where rocky goes and visits uh is it brandon which, what, oh, his son? Yeah, his son. Uh, Robert. Robert, pardon me. Yeah. Um, 
where where Rocky goes to see because because something that Rocky had mentioned earlier is that he doesn't even he's never he hasn't he hasn't seen his grandson in a while or he hasn't met him. Hasn't met him. That's right. He hasn't met him. And he goes, you know, and he asks, you know, uh, Creed asks him, can't you just pick up the phone? And I love the way he teases it in the hospital. He picks up the phone and he's dialing and he just hangs up. And so he just shows up on the doorstep, which they also referenced earlier. And yeah. I just, and I went, ah, and you see Creed uh, taking uh, his family to see uh to, to, to see Apollo's grave. And I just, that, that for me, I went damn okay like that just gave me chills him saying you know this is my family i was like ah okay like ah. and that's that's when i started crying i, I won't even lie i was like oh it's so good um wrapping wrapping up here yeah outside that one complaint and it's not even really a complaint like that that's nitpicky as hell i yeah. i, I it, it is but it's there what i will say though for me man i thought this was just this was better for me than the first one. And I think the first one is a damn near flawless film. I feel the same way about this. Um, I've got a lot of movies to watch, as uh, OJ will tell you. Uh, i got a lot of stuff to watch. I still haven't seen... Uh, sorry to bother, uh, for bothering you and some other stuff. But this will be on my top ten for sure. I will make room for this. Uh, everyone in this movie felt like they had an obligation to fulfill their role. And everyone... And this is a team effort. I think OJ hit the nail on the head when he said this is one of the best ensemble casts. Like, it, it is an ensemble. And everyone hit when they needed to. Um, it, I, I just... I cannot praise this movie enough. This is a first day bye for me. And if Stallone got a second Best Supporting Actor nomination, I would not be mad about it. I, I thought he did just an incredible job. He... It, not just writing the script and helping with the story, but acting in this and really damn near stealing every scene he's in. Uh, and that's not to the detriment of everyone else who's in there with him. There's a scene with him and Vonko at uh, the restaurant, and I just I just couldn't believe how cool that scene was. I just went, oh, this is... Like, you guys aren't going to punch each other, but it's like a verbal it's like a verbal fight right now. And I, yeah. oh, I love that scene so much. So... Yeah, this is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. I, I I have already been telling people at work, you need to see Creed 2. And Michael B. Jordan, credit to him physically, because he looks bigger in this one than he did in the first one. Yeah. I went, holy crap, how are you even more, <laughs> even buffer than you were in the first one? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can imagine the, the workout for that's not easy. But yeah, kudos, kudos to everyone in this movie. Just, ah. Fan-fucking-tastic. Colin, sir, your final thoughts and great, sir. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about this movie that we haven't already said. Um, I think this is going to be a big old consensus. Um, uh, not to make any predictions, but... Um, dude, I, I, I love this movie. Like, from start to finish, I was hooked. Um, I think a great fight movie of any sort um, basically is always going to be leading towards a big, climactic last fight. Um, this does an incredible job of raising the stakes the entire movie, making it worth so much uh, for, for both sides. And um, to have it you know, end the way it does. Um, and it, it's easy to end a movie like on the fight, right when, right when he wins. But they really have you know, that, that aftermath after the fight where, it really, really pulls on your heartstrings. I am one of the last people to cry in a movie, 
and I was choking up big time. Yeah, big time. I mean, this one really got me. So um, to that, I say bravo, and uh, I'll probably watch this uh, 10 more times, and it will guaranteed be on my top 10 list. It's a fan fucking test. Yes! There we go. OJ, the guest, sir, talk to us. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, I can't sing this movie's praises enough. I really can't. Um, I'm I'm really glad the motorcycles didn't reappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I whispered over to you, like they didn't show up. <laughs> I was really I was really thankful for that. Um, but no, but really though, um, everybody involved, including um, what was it, Little Duke, the, yeah, yeah. the trainer, the the son of Apollo's trainer, who was in you know Rocky's one, two, three, four, and six. Wait, he was in five also. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was in all of them. Man, damn, I forgot about that. But anyway, yeah, so this movie is, it stands on its own, references the past, but it doesn't get stuck there. Um, there's some just great lines. Um, I Yeah, it's it's a fan-fucking-tastic for me as well. You're talking about Wood Harris, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've seen Wood Harris in... Uh, in, in, in quite a bit of stuff, The Wire, remember The Titans, uh, uh, yeah, he was in the, yeah, yeah, you, you've seen him and stuff, so, yeah, that was a cool little Easter egg, I went, oh, and you called that too, you're like, yeah. oh shit, that's Little Duke, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, I like that, right. so, yeah, man, it, everyone needs to go see this movie, um, and I'll just say in closing for me, you know, as far as me, and I and I brought this up with Black Panther. Black Panther is so big because it's like, okay, this this new generation of black actors, they're who's next. And you can add, uh, I mean, obviously Michael B was in uh, Black Panther, but Tessa Thompson, man, she's special. She really is, and she's actually one of the few actors that tries to sing that actually can. And I was like, oh my god, what a concept! You actually could sing too. Um, Bruce Wills. Um, anyway. <laughs> what, what, who said that? But, but it's true. His music is bad. But, uh, but she's incredible, man. And, and like I said, that scene where she sings him to the ring, just goosebumps and chills. And I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got a little pumped with reliving the movie. <laughs> Colin OJ will tell you, man, I was like out of my seat, man. I was, dude, I was. Oh, he, oh, he was too. Dude. Especially this one time, uh, Adonis took a hell of a shot. You literally fell out of your chair. <laughs> <laughs> and you even were very audible. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, there, there were a couple, oh shit. And so OJ goes to the restroom after we get out of the movie and he's like, yeah, can you want my drink? I'm like, yeah, I got you. And so. There's this other black, there's this black couple, uh, a couple rows back, and so the husband's waiting for his wife, and he looks at me, he's like, so you like Creed too? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, I got a little animated there, I apologize, like, nah, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I was into it too, I'm like, okay, I was like, yeah, because I did have, like, a couple very loud ocean just in the middle of the theater, so... Yeah, thankfully everyone's just like he's he's just black and excited, whatever. It's <laughs> he's a, just black. And yeah, he's he's living his best life. It's fine. But, yeah. But, so yeah, thank you people for not 
getting management involved. I appreciate that. But, but uh, yeah, man. Love this movie. It'll be in my top ten for sure. Uh, guys, have you seen Creed 2? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us on uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud at The Real Pineapple. You can follow Colin on the Twitter at The Real O'Neal. You can follow yours truly on Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, OJ, where can you find uh, all your stuff, man? Uh, you can find me on tw- at Twitter or on Twitter at original underscore James. Uh, you can find me on SoundCloud with On the Fly with KJ and OJ. Um, you could also find uh, uh, KJ and mine uh, our joint Twitter account uh, at KJ and OJ, and that's spelled out KJ A N D O J. Um, so yeah, do check us out there. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up finally this weekend because we've been talking about it. And since there's nothing coming, I think like the haunting of Hannah Grace comes out. Who cares? I'm not, we're not brilliant. But we're talking about eighth grade this weekend and Won't You Be My Neighbor, which we've been talking about for so long and we're finally talking about it. I'm so excited. Uh, But guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thanks for subscribing. Uh, All the love. We will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Peace.